Welcome back to the newest episode of Relatable Reality. We're recording on a nice Saturday morning. It's so nice outside today. It is. It's like kind of cloudy and chilly. It's only like 66 degrees outside instead of... It was like 95 degrees three days ago. Right. Not even two. It was so stupid. All right. We're... We like really show where we're from when we say it's kind of chilly outside and it's 66 degrees. I know, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> For a lot Whatever. of people, that's their high of the day. And we're like, oh, it's a little chilly. Yeah, I know. We're so pathetic. We're annoying. I know we're annoying. <laughs> Sorry. It's nice though, though today because you're going to be outside for games and I'm going to be outside for a game right. and it won't be scorching. Yeah, I could actually wear a sweater. Right. So, okay. Right. Before, oh my God. A beanie. You're so cute. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you this just because it's fresh in my mind before we started recording. I was watching TikTok, of course. And this girl's video came up with like her theory on Kylie Jenner. And like, remember how Kylie Jenner, there was like the era where she was the it girl. Um, King King Kylie was like the thing. Yeah. And sorry, I'm like reading through the comments to remember who she was talking about. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Okay. So she was saying that King Kylie was the thing when her and Tyga were together. And Tyga's son's name was King, which I forgot about. Yeah. That in itself is weird, but whatever. Okay. So King Kylie was the thing. We all remember King Kylie, like she right. was the vibe. So then she breaks up with Tyga really quickly after it feels like she starts dating Travis Scott and King Kylie like disappears. Yeah, she, almost immediately. After. Yeah. She's no longer King Kylie. And this girl saying like, obviously, because it was Tyga's son's name, it was, it wouldn't be like appropriate anymore or Travis had an issue with it or whatever. We right. don't know. Right. So... On the other side, Travis Scott and this girl named Young Sweet Row, I don't know her, but apparently uh-huh. they're like sidekicks. Like the two of them have always been like connected. And everyone has speculated if this girl is his side chick or if she's like somebody that's really obsessed with Travis Scott because she's always alluding to the fact that she's really close to Travis, but has never like actually posted pictures of them together. She'll post like, a picture of her with somebody in an outfit that looks like Travis, but like no faces, no nothing. And there's like been beef online between Kylie and young sweet row where they've taken jabs at each other, which I haven't had time to research all this. Cause I just right. watched yeah, it, no. but apparently this is like a known thing, like in the um, community that like Kylie and young sweet row, like don't like each other. Okay. So Young Sweet Row, like two nights ago on her Instagram stories, posts her and Travis together for the very first time. Like Travis Scott's face and her, like they're together. Not like together, together. Like they're not making out. They're not holding hands. Like nothing like that. But they're in the same room. Yeah. She's proving like, yo, I'm really, I kick it with Travis. Like I'm not fucking full of it. The next morning is when Kylie on her Instagram story starts to post like a bunch of random pictures and one, one of, of them the, has a cake with King Kylie. 
Yeah. I saw that picture. Yeah. And so people are like, is that Kylie saying like me and Travis are done? Like I'm back. Is yeah. Is that her sending some kind of message? But I honestly have been confused about Kylie and Travis's relationship forever. Like, I feel like they haven't been together for a long time. That or would not surprise me if Travis has always had a side piece who may or may not be this young, sweet row girl. Like that would surprise me 0%. You know what I mean? Her and Travis have never lived together. They've never like, they'll be seen out together, like in the scene, like at his shows or at fancy clubs or parties, but never like just the two of them being romantic is very occasional. Like it's not frequent. Yeah. But never anything like really like, Oh, me and him went to Italy together. Like just the two of them, nothing like that. So I don't know. It's so interesting though. Don't you think? (laughs) 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 That's stupid. It's not that interesting. No, I do think that it's interesting though. And I agree with you that their relationship to me has always been confusing. Right. Like when she was with Tyga, it was, she was constantly posting. They were together. They were together. together. Right. And um, they were going on trips. They were doing this. They were doing that. Like maybe it's different because she has the kids, but she also has nannies and a private jet. It's not like she can go somewhere for the day and then come back home. Like, I don't know. It, it does seem strange to me. Their relationships always seem weird. I thought that they were broken up and then she posted, she was pregnant with the newest baby. Right. I don't, the whole thing is very odd to me. So, but King Kylie was where it was at. And if she could bring that back now, that would be great. Yeah. Like she was, but she's kind of been doing that. Haven't like, when was it where she was at all those award shows? Oh, and yeah, a couple of weeks ago. And she looked fire, bomb. fire. Like I was like, yo, this is old Kylie. Remember right. we were sending each right. other like pictures. I forget where she was. I want to say like Milan or Italy, like at that all the one, shows that like, were happening. Purple dress with a black heart necklace. Stunning. Like she can Unreal. rock it. She when she's Unreal. on, she's on. Oh yeah. Um okay, talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> Chloe's face is getting so frozen and like all yeah. of her photos and like anytime she's like in a video and somebody's background somewhere like she just looks like so frozen it makes me so sad she's starting to look like diana from um beverly hills housewives kind of like this too like you know yes. when women get so much botox they start to look like a cat yeah that like a mannequin she looks like a mannequin yeah they start to kind of look like literally like a cat like a little kitten like and not in a cute way. No, you're right. I don't, it just makes me sad because Chloe is, I loved Chloe and like her Lamar face. Like I thought a she was percent. stunning. Yeah. She was confident. She was beautiful. She was this, she was that. Like I do love the way she changes her hair from blonde to this to that, but she's too skinny and she's too frozen now. And it just makes me sad. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and a lot of her pictures have been very Photoshopped lately. Now that's come out that she's, um, been trying to hide this bandaid on her face because she had a tumor taken out and all this mm-hmm. stuff, which, okay, like I mm-hmm. can get that, but um, why don't you just blur the bandaid? Yeah, why are we like contouring your waist so now your fingers look like they're seven inches long? Like, right. you know what you mean? Right. Why are the pictures so far edited? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's just, a little much. It's alarming. It's just too bad. 
What did you think about this newest episode? So it was just about their trips, basically. Right. I thought that I don't know if it's because they're in the public eye so prevalently. Like, I don't know the reason, but it seems like even five years ago, the Kardashians did not talk about all this anxiety and all this, this and all of that. And like, maybe they had it then. They just didn't talk about it. But no, these trips were like, Chloe's like, oh, I'm so anxious. I'm so anxious. I don't want to go. Oh, I'm so anxious. Kendall's like, I got to go home. I'm so anxious. I'm like, fucking take a Zanny. Everybody take a Zanny and just chill. A thousand percent. Smoke a little pot. Zen yeah, out. I was like, Have what fun. Is, what is wrong with you people? Like, I know you're very prevalent. I, I understand. Like, I realize that everybody knows who you are, whether they watch your show or not. I get it. Totally. But at what point? Like, why are you stopping your lives? Why are you like? Good for Kimberly for talking to people, but I just couldn't do it. I have too much anxiety. Like, these are the people that are paying your bills. Well, right. And it's just annoying because, like, talk about something else. I don't know. Why does that need to be the whole theme of the entire episode is, like, anxiety? And honestly, like, a lot of the stuff I've seen on TikTok or Instagram, like, people are annoyed about it. Because they're like, look, we're anxious. Cool. Yeah. And people like genuinely are severely anxious. And I'm not saying that Chloe and Kendall aren't, but you don't watch the Kardashians to then watch somebody struggle with anxiety. Yeah. I'm anxious on my own. I don't need their help. Right. And not only that, but like these girls make like Kendall's was in las vegas for less than 24 hours and she made at least five figures if not six figures for that trip and it's like okay be quiet like it's not relatable just have fun go have fun do your thing do this do that stop woe is me poor me oh this private dinner in a private room in a restaurant is much more my speed all my a-lister friends right it's just like it's just annoying and there's people that can't afford anxiety meds or can't like afford to see a therapist to deal with it and they're watching this like shut the fuck up right I know if I was making the money she was making I'm like I've talked about how I since the pandemic I've started getting a lot of social anxiety and yeah if I was making a million dollars to go on an overnight trip I'm pretty sure I'd get over it (laughs) just for the night I'm pretty sure I could just fucking suck it up for a night and be like all right here we go right it's just have a cocktail. I'll be all right. Like, right. Make it work. Or like you said, like take an anti-anxiety, get through it, go home on your oh. private jet that your sister gave you for the night. Like what? Right. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So that's the only thing I like watching Kim still. The thing I like about Kim is she knows how to, she knows how to turn it on. She does. Yeah. She is a professional fucking legit boss babe. She's yeah, not she out is. there like, this is annoying. This is uncomfortable. This club is lame. Like she goes, she does her thing. She goes home. Like, I don't want to listen to you whine for an entire no. hour. I don't want to do it. No. And then when Kim's like sitting on the couch with the laptop and Chloe's like, you're so boring. Get up and dance. Kim's like, I'm fucking editing your photos. So you look better when I post them. So shut up. Right. <laughs> hey. But even that. Though- even that it like shows you Kim, like you said, Kim is a professional. Oh Kim yeah. Always. On. Oh yeah. Kim is always like, this is my job. I need to have this face. Like this is the face I need to be showing. This is, I need to be personable. I need to be this. I need to be that. And she look at where she's brought her family by doing that. 
no, I respect Kim's hustle a thousand fifty percent. She has never, even if you look like nobody has ever been able to find anything negative online that Kim Kardashian has tweeted years ago, posted years ago. Like she's always, yes, she's had this controversy with like, uh, like, you know, the black appropriation or like when she was naming stuff, Kimoji, like, yes, she's done things. I think it would be hard not to do things that would offend certain cultures, but she's always replied, fixed it and moved on and been able to like right. keep her career moving. Yes. And that doesn't always happen. Like even on these well, reality shows, they find able, stuff. Right. And she's been able to, to apologize in a politically correct way where people yeah. don't take offense and she takes accountability. Like, I'm sorry. I did not realize how this would come across. That was my fault. Blah, blah, blah. Like she always takes accountability. Now, whether she actually believes it or not, who the fuck cares? Because this is what she's stating. And it'll cost her money sometimes too, to like correct her mistake. But I just think that like that shows who Kim is. Like she's always been mindful of where she wants to be. And so her actions even 20 years ago lined up with that agenda. So, and even when she's going on this Miami trip, she's like, yeah, I'm fucking exhausted. And yeah, we're here for a fun time, but I'm going to get content. I'm going to take photos. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You and I always say like, okay, well, we're together. We're going to take photos for Instagram. We're going to do this, do that. And then we don't. No. We just have fun. So, and then the night before we're like, so we're showing up in pajamas, right? No hair, no makeup. Cool. Great. And then we're there and we're like, oh, we're supposed to take contact pictures and we look like we've been run over. So maybe not today. (laughs) We're just, yeah, but that's like the difference. Like even when we just want something fun, we can't remember to do it. So I listened to a really good podcast this week. Um, It's an old Call Her Daddy podcast with Spencer Pratt on it. Oh, wow. Okay. And we all know who Spencer Pratt is from the Hills, the villain. Right. I had no idea until this episode or until this podcast, how legit Spencer Pratt is. Okay, let me tell you. So he's always annoyed me. Right. He's always been the villain. He's always been a douchebag out for himself, this, this, and this. He talked about like his his involvement, like how he got started in the entertainment business. And he got started in the entertainment business when he was best friends with Brody Jenner Mm -hmm. when they were like 19, 20, 21, coming up in the Hollywood scene. Like it was his idea, Spencer Pratt's idea to film Princes of Malibu. Do you remember that show that Brody Jenner was on? It was like his very first show he was ever on. It was when The Simple Life was on TV. The Princes of Malibu followed Brody Jenner, his mom. And at the time, his mom was married to David Foster. So like David Foster was in it too. It was Spencer's idea to start that. He's the one that filmed it. He's the one that shopped it around to um, studios. And when they picked it up for series, he was the one producing it. Oh, and wow. then, yeah. And then what happened was they were realizing, like, as they got an actual production team, that the reason the show was so good when he shopped it around was because Spencer was also in the show and he would instigate these situations, right? He would like push people to the limit. And because he was the one filming it, he would get more authentic interaction with the family because right. they were all friends and they just saw was, him as like annoying, get out of my face with the camera. He was pushing buttons on purpose. Right. So then. He got involved, like, with being filmed on the show to, like, help instigate situations, whatever, whatever. Well, then David Foster and his and Brody's mom, Linda, announced their divorce. And the network went, wait, wait, wait. 
what? Like this whole idea of this show is this wholesome LA family who also have famous people in there, you know? Right. So then when they announced their divorce, the the network was like, we're not doing it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to film this show. That's not what the show is about. Because at the time on TV, it was the Osbournes. It was the Simple Life. It was wholesome stuff. Right. It wasn't all the drama it is today. Right. So then after that, he um, tries to, like, stay in the business, but it's hard. And so he goes, like, he goes back to college, whatever. Um, Then I forget how it came about, but it was he found out that The Hills was happening. And he saw, or yeah, okay, this is what happened. He came home one day and his mom and one of his mom's friends were watching the hills. And they were like, oh my God, this girl Heidi is so freaking cute. You and Heidi, you should definitely find this girl and try to date her. Did that. He's like, what is this show? So he's watching it. And then he sees in the credits, one of the people that he worked on Princes of Malibu with. And so he calls up this producer. He's like, what the fuck? You're filming a fucking reality show in Hollywood. And you know how me and Brody on it? Brody's the it boy in Hollywood right now. Right. Right. So then he basically told the guy, like, fuck you for not involving me in this. I'll find my own way. And so he started to go to all the clubs and him and Brody met Heidi, Lauren, whatever. And him and Heidi, like, actually kicked it, hit it off. And he was like, people don't understand that Heidi was more of a player than I was. She was dating Trace chase crawford when she was dating me she was dating other hollywood actors when she was dating me like she was the playboy not me but mtv had to make it look like i was this douchebag and so we would come up with these scenes together like the night when he called he was in the club with all the playmates heidi knew that was going to happen and the only reason she had like an emotional reaction is because she was drunk like different things like that and spencer was the one that was like Lauren, like, I'll hook you up with my friend Brody. This is going to look really good for you and your image in Hollywood if you date the it boy. Right. Brody was never interested in Lauren. Like, after the first night, he was like, not with it, but I'll fake it for the cameras type of thing. Okay. And so, call her, uh, Alex Cooper was like, So, where did it go left with you and Lauren? And Spencer was like, Well, Lauren, never really liked me. She never really trusted me because she didn't understand that I knew the business. Like I knew how to move yourself forward in Hollywood at that time was to be seen with the it people, the top or the, you call the paparazzi. He's like calling paparazzi is a hundred percent a thing. He's like paparazzi don't show up random places for a Laguna Hills star. Like I was making those calls. Right. And so one of the nights they were out Brody Lauren and Heidi and Spencer, Spencer called the paparazzi. And when Lauren saw the paparazzi, she's like, what the hell, Spencer? He's like, you don't understand. Like, this is how you get more famous. And she didn't like it. So she immediately didn't trust Spencer. And then when Brody and Lauren obviously like fizzled out because Brody wasn't interested, Lauren wanted her right wing woman back and started to like campaign against Spencer and Heidi. So Anyways, it's so interesting to That's, hear. Yeah, it is. That perspective. That is very interesting. Isn't that wild? And and now I almost feel bad that like Spencer was done so dirty, you know? Uh, yes and no. Yes, I feel bad that he was done so dirty, but also it seems like he was willing to throw himself under the bus yeah. for the paycheck. Oh, a thousand percent. And he so, and Adam DeVello, who, you know, now produces Selling Sunset. Right. Hey. 
each other because Adam DeVello was inappropriate with Heidi on set. And Heidi spoke out about it many times and nobody believed her until Christine Quinn spoke out. And now everyone believes Heidi now. But I guess what happened with that situation is Adam DeVello called Heidi to a photo shoot and like told her explicitly, like, you cannot, Spencer cannot come. Like, this is just you, da, 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 where Spencer and Heidi went everywhere together. Everywhere. And so Spencer immediately was like sketched out by that. So he sent his bodyguard with Heidi. He was like, just, you know, keep an eye. Like, I don't know, something weird is going to, like, this doesn't feel right. Right. So at the photo shoot, Adam's there, which I guess they almost never saw Adam. Like, they saw him on the very first day of filming, and that's basically it. Like, he was really behind the scenes, but he was there at that photo shoot, and Heidi was wearing, like, a really low-cut dress in the front and the back. You know, and it's, like, basically almost showing your ass in the back. Right. Super loose. And I guess Adam like put his hand down the back of her dress or something like that. And like the security stopped it and Heidi was really uncomfortable and she spoke out about it. And nobody believed her. Oh, wow. Yada, 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 that whole thing. So Spencer's like, I hate Adam DeVello. I think he's a shit person. If they called me up to do Selling Sunset, would I do it? Yeah, because it's money. And that's what I do for a job. I can't go work at Staples now. I can't go work in a corporation now with my name. Like I need, that's my job. Right. So it was such a good interview. That's wild. Wild. And I think people don't really understand that. Like people, even with like the teen mom girls and stuff like that, they don't realize like these people are on TV. These people are so well known that like, yes, like even Kale Lowry, she went to school for dental hygienist. She went to school for broadcasting. She can't do those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. first broadcasting, she would skew the viewers so far one way mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be, they would have to like neutral themselves. Right. Yeah. And she can't be a dental hygienist. Could you imagine walking in Kale Lowry's cleaning your teeth? Never. People would freak out. Yeah. So she's got to keep stay where she's at, which is the podcasting, which eventually will be something else or, you know, this or that. And she's, she's honestly looks good on TikTok right now, which so does Spencer Pratt. He's got a really big TikTok following. Yeah, he does. But you don't think about that side of it. No, you don't think about like, you literally can't go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, Christian was sending Chris, he sent me a thing yesterday about TikTok and how, they are so TikTok. I don't know if everybody knows, but TikTok is run um, in China. It's mm-hmm. not an American company. It's a China company or Chinese company. And their parent company, which is Byte Dance, something like that, uh-huh. um, plans to use TikTok as a phys- as a monitor. I can't talk. They plan to use TikTok to monitor the physical locations of specific American citizens. So TikTok will now be geo-tracking everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then base, basically based off what you're watching, what you're searching, what mm-hmm. you're doing, they will be targeting certain people. Yeah, they like chain. Well, that's just like Instagram. Or I mean, TikTok's kind of like that al- already. They feed you what you like to see. Right. But it can also be like, not a brainwashing technique, but kind of. Yeah, but it's also kind of scary that like, the government of a different country, a country that the United States isn't necessarily friends with, is yeah. not going to be geo-tracking your location. Right. A little scary. 
I well, then he's like, you can delete like, you the to, app. Yeah. He goes, you need to get the fuck off TikTok and just stay on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I don't, but I really I like can't. TikTok. I know. <laughs> I know. And that's the problem is like, they buy you in to the point where you think you can't live without it. Right. Which is scary. It is. <laughs> I know this. We, we talked about this. Like we had our girls night last week and we I was lit as fuck. I was yeah. flying high. <laughs> lit. <laughs> wow. It was so fun though. It was so it fun. It was so fun. But um we even like we're having conversations when we probably shouldn't have, but like you have those moments where you think like, yo, there could be like a whole different agenda and scenario happening to our reality than we right are like aware of or cognizant of. There for sure is. And in that, like, I don't know, it's fascinating to me. It's just like, have you seen those TikToks where it's like important things that happen this week in the world? And you it'll never be like, knew about. right. And it'll be like really sad or really intense things. And then it's like, but you didn't know this because you were worried about Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true though. And the, the really huge things that happen in the world, they don't broadcast. You have to research what's going on. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's I don't pur- want to get it's on purpose. That. I don't want to get into it, but our girls night was so fun. I seriously, so fun. you brought sweatshirts and D de- Oh, I'm wearing it right now. Oh and, yeah. And iron ons. Yes. And it was the funniest fucking thing ever. So Too bad. They took fucking four years to iron. I on. know. I ordered some for the kids and I made miles a shirt for like school this week. And Ew. I turned the heat all the way up. Okay. And they went on immediately. So I'm I'm wondering if maybe we didn't have the iron hot enough or we were oh, using maybe. the wrong technique. Like, but whatever. They look so cute. I was right. like, that was such a fun idea though that so you did cute. that. So yeah, they turned out good. That was really fun. Um I'm gonna have like a Halloween weekend with the kids today and tomorrow because I took the days off and I won't have them on Halloween. So that's why I want to do something this weekend, but we're gonna do that. Ooh. We're gonna make our own like Halloween shirts tonight. We're going to go to pumpkin patch in the morning wearing them. So I'm really excited. That's fun. I know, but it's all thanks to your idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any Halloween plans really this year. And I think it's super lame that it's on a fucking Monday. So lame. So annoying. Like. I know. It's so dumb. This month for me, it's Halloween and month end on a Monday. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I know. So whatever. So whatever. It is what it is. Suck it up. I know. We got Miles a costume because he's obsessed with Baby Shark. So So we got him a Baby Shark costume. Um, So we'll take him around a little bit probably, but I'm not planning on it being like a whole thing. No. (laughs) Miles, you could probably do like a one like just your street and exactly exactly so anyways how was your week what did you do this week uh this week I was back to football okay I actually I don't know this week I wasn't it didn't exhaust me as bad and it wasn't as like hard draining get home yeah it wasn't okay which was nice I had fun at practice every day talking to the other moms and stuff so good that's nice yeah and then a game today and just kind of a mellow week. We cleaned out our whole garage this weekend or this oh, week. Oh, wow. That's great. Which has been, I like, 
it's so stupid, but I like emotionally attached to items. Mm-hmm. And so Christian's like, we need to get rid of all this shit. Like we have stuff that we've never, we haven't used in years. Right. And we just keep moving it from house mm-hmm. to house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but what if I need them? Right. So right. even stupid stuff, like, like it's hard for me to find jeans a lot of times. And so my mom, when I was in high school would buy super like $120, $150 pair of jeans for me to wear. Cause they actually fit. Right. And so I still had all my jeans from high school because I might fit in them again. I know. So, so did I, you let them go? Yeah. So I threw them away. I'm like, I'm not fitting in these again. Right. This, that body is gone. All right. And that's okay. Very long gone. Yes. That <laughs> was, not, you were a child when you right. wore those jeans. I am no <laughs> longer fitting in these pants. So Angel is closer to that age than you are. <laughs> you don't yes. need to worry about this. No, I'm far gone. Far gone. <laughs> even so, even Sam, when he helped me clean out my closet a couple weeks ago, he was like, if you have not looked at that piece of clothing or put it on the last three months, you need to let it go. And I was like, no, like I need it. And then I was going through it and it was like stuff I had either ever worn or worn in like three years. Right. And I'm like, bitch, like just right. throw it away. I know. Christian always tells me to get rid of clothes and I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. but it's cute. So no, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a no for me. Thank you though. Right. <laughs> the thought so, I, um, I feel like this week has been like a blah week. I don't know why. I think it's just how I'm feeling. Like I'm feeling very blah this week. I'm having like a down week and no, not for any particular reason, just because that's how my brain works, but right. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. And like all week I've been telling myself like, okay, you've got to get yourself out of this. Like Saturday, this weekend, like you've been looking forward to it with the kids. You have all these fun things planned and you don't want to not be able to enjoy it. But like, right. I'm like, I don't want to do anything, but like lay in my bed with my blanket for my head. Absolutely nothing. <sighs> Like yeah. even last night, Sam was uh, Miles stayed the night with his parents, and so Sam's like, "We need to be intentional about our time together. Like, let's really spend." T-. I'm like, "Yes, 100." percent And then yesterday came, and I just like laid in bed for four hours after work and like slept, and then I woke up and we like ate dinner and watched a couple shows, but I like was not in it. No, right. and I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke up and I moved to our bed, and like. And then I was like, okay, I slept so much. I'm going to wake up fine in the morning. Like, I'm going to feel better now. And I'm like, damn it, dude. So I'll figure it out. I'll be fine. It just bums me out because I want to enjoy my time. But it feels like this dark cloud is just like right over my head. I hate it. Like actually doing something is more daunting than not doing anything. here's Here's what's hard is like, it takes all my energy to fake it. Yeah, And I don't want to fake it. I want to really be in the moment and really enjoy it and really like be present. But sometimes there's just stuff preventing me like from doing it. And so then it takes all my energy to pretend. Right. Right. And I don't want to pretend. No. Like I want to feel good. Like I want to not like feel like I'm dragging this big heavy chain with a ball on it behind me all right. day long. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> It's all right. I'll be fine. It's just annoying. 
It's just like <laughs> one of the lows. There's like highs and lows and yeah, it just bums me out. And then like, I think what's hard is because I, you know, change stores at work, like that's been a lot of energy and like a lot of change. And I miss a lot of my old team, like deeply miss them. Well, and from what you've said, this team doesn't see like your last team was so amazing. And this team highly lacks. Right. And it's nobody's fault. It's right. because I, I spent a year at my last store and built my dream team. And now I just have to do that again. That's okay. Um, but I just miss some of my people over there that I would like right, of course. talk to every morning and they would come to me and talk to me about their relationships and their advice. And I'm like, I miss that. Right. <laughs> so it's just changed, but that's okay. I'm, I'm excited about the holidays coming. Like I love Christmas time. Yeah. Cause I love Christmas. I, Miles has become so fun. So like yeah. this year is going to be really like the magic's going to be there for him. Like, yeah, it'll be fun this year. I decorated my mantle with like bats for Halloween and he's always, and like some of the bats fell off this week and he will, will like walk over. He'll go, Oh no. Oh, that. That's like, it's so cute. He's just like so amazed by everything in the world right now. Oh, love so Christmas it. will be fun. And plus yeah. like my niece is going to be born any day now. So that'll be exciting for I Christmas. Know. So I'm like, this, the holidays are going to be fun. I just need to like get with it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I know this year. The hol- I, last year, I was not into the holidays at all. I could right. give a shit about Christmas last Understandably year. Understandably like, so. If, right. If we nev- if we didn't celebrate last year, I wouldn't have been disappointed. So this year, I hope I feel more in the spirit. But we'll see. Right. Right. Well. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of looming stuff for me right now around Christmas. And I think until the, all of that is completely settled, I'm not going to be in the spirit. Yeah. It's distracting you from right. the magic of Christmas time. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll I get, get there. it. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a process. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think what else is hard, like for me, especially is I like going and doing activities. Like I like going apple picking or the pumpkin patch or to see Christmas lights, but everything is so fucking either overly expensive or overly crowded Yes, that nothing's fun anymore. So then you have to do it at home, which is fine. And then it's energy, time, cleanup, planning. Well, and it's, it's, I think this is for me, one of the like cons of working a nine to five like yes I work a nine to five yes I get every weekend day off yes that's great but it's scheduling stuff like it would be easier to go to a pumpkin patch on a Wednesday afternoon and mm-hmm. pull your kid out of school for a couple hours yeah or go right after school right yeah that would that's be so true. much easier I that's can't true. do that I don't get off till four thirty, five o'clock and mm-hmm. by that time everybody and their mom is there and yeah there's no time like right I feel you so and even like doctor's appointments yeah that would be hard to go to a doctor I have to take a day off work so that I'm not getting paid I have to go to the doctor like it's annoying you try to schedule every doctor's appointment on the same day so then you're just it's frustrating it's really frustrating so I think that's part of 
I think I miss more of like the serving or working at Starbucks or something like that for just the schedule flexibility. flexibility. Mm-hmm. Right. I could, I could a thousand percent see that. And there's days where I'm like, I'm mad that I work one weekend day or I, or this or that, whatever. Um, but I am glad at the same time. It's just what's hard for me and what's annoying for me is like my custody schedule. Because I do most of the not fun stuff all week. Mm-hmm. And then I don't get all of the fun time on the weekend. Right. Which is fine. I, I know I have a good, I'm not complaining. I'm not saying like, I, I would never want to switch and have the no, event. of course. But there are times where I'm like, man, that movie's premiering on Friday night, but I don't have the kids. So they're going to see it before I do. You know what I mean? It's right. like dumb things like that or like oh this trunk or treat would be really fun to go to with the kids and controlled or whatever but I won't have any of them so it's great (laughs) (laughs) so right and these aren't serious problems it's just like you know the inconvenience yeah the downside of your situation so like for you it's your work schedule for me it's my custody schedule it's just like you can never have it perfect I guess no no of course so anyways Great days, great times. Okay, so did you watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this week? I did. Okay, first of all, it was so uncomfortable that they were having this big full-on fight um, naked. Not jury. (laughs) Whitney was basically wearing nothing. Heather was basically wearing nothing. Like, these girls were naked. But <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. And like the emotions were so high. I will say the one thing um, that I think is really disappointing is that Heather and Whitney are taking this one instance to such an extreme. Yeah. Like I, I would never let you and I's one argument or, or you saying like, I don't remember it that way. I would never let that lead to like us not being friends. It's weird. No, it's so weird. I'm like, I'd be like, girl, you don't remember, right? No? Okay, cool. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, like, it is filmed where Whitney's telling Heather, like, yes, supposedly she gave sexual favors for front row seats, and like, while it was never said blowjob or this or that, like, for Heather to say, I have never ever talked about Lisa, is not true. No, it's not. So like both of them are irritating in this fight. I think both of them are wrong. Yeah. I think it's gone way too out of hand. Like it's, I think this, I think this fight is ridiculous. I think that I think Whitney is overly sensitive because of everything she's going through mentally and trying to figure out her childhood and trying to heal and things like that. I think that Whitney is way oversensitive. And I think that Heather is getting super defensive and like, going the extreme the other way yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure why Heather doesn't see what's really going on with Whitney because it's very apparent to everybody else even us as the viewers of like she's not in a mental space to have a very like healthy cognizant conversation no she's not okay right she's she's not okay like that's it's written all over her face like I'm I'm like uh, worried for yeah, her. Yeah, I'm scared for her. Yes. Yeah. And then for Heather to just be like, 
Jen Shaw's going through real issues. Jen Shaw, it was about Jen Shaw. You made it about yourself. And and I get it. I get it. Like, is it annoying? Is Whitney annoying? Yeah, sure. A thousand percent. But if right. you're the closest person in the group to her family and you can't give her a pass, it's weird. Well, and I think that the Jen Shaw situation and the Whitney situation should be compartmentalized separately. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jen Shaw is facing 50 years in prison. She also did that to herself. Right. That was a Wh- choice. Right. And that is a very physical um, like consequence. Whitney is going through very mentally and emotionally like a lot of consequences that way for things that were not under her control. Right. And so it's just, it's completely different. There's no comparison at all. Whitney is really struggling mentally. Jen Shaw is scared that she's getting caught in shit that she did. Yeah, I agree with you. And and that's just why I say like, it's a bummer that Heather as a closest person to Whitney can't see it that way. Right. So that's really too bad because BravoCon just happened too. And it's rumored that Whitney and Heather didn't speak, didn't talk to each other, didn't look at each other. So they're still having these issues. So for me, it's like, okay, was your relationship ever really that deep? Like, was it ever really that much of a trusting, loving connection or was like always issues? Well, it kind of got me thinking like, they always say we're cousins, we're cousins, blah, blah, blah. Okay. They were not raised together cousins. They did not grow up together. Like they found out that Along the line, somewhere, their fucking ex-polygamist family decided, like... True. It's like... Generation- they didn't spend Christmases together. No. Right. They, right. They found out that they happened to have the same grandfather, and they were one of his fucking 8,000 grandkids because right. he had 12 wives or whatever. Right. Like, it wasn't... I don't know. Yes, they're close. Yes. But to me, they're more friends more than cousins. That makes sense. So interesting. So I don't know. It's just weird to me. You don't really know because there's so many polygamous families that are still and were in Utah. So Mm -hmm. you may be family with a lot more people than you would ever know about, but that doesn't mean you run around telling, calling everybody your cousin. A thousand percent. Okay. I have to say something right now because I'm thinking about it. So last night we were watching the new love is blind season three. And in one of the episodes, I think it's episode two, the girl Nancy yes. talks about, I think it's Nancy. One of them talks about how they were an egg donor. Was it Nancy? Nancy. Okay. And how she donated like over a hundred eggs or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's weird. And Sam's like, really? You think that's weird? I was like, yes. He's like, if I, if you found out I was a sperm donor, would you find that weird? I was like, yeah. And he's like, why? I'm like, because in my head, I would think I have multiple people that are my DNA running around. And for my children, if they ever do 23andMe, Ancestry.com, anything like that, all of these half siblings would pop up. I think that's weird. And he thought I was so strange for caring about it. I... I think in some aspects, I think it's admirable that somebody for like, like a homosexual couple or something like that, that couldn't necessarily have children on their own without a donor. I think, yes, that's admirable. However, would I ever go donate eggs for money? No. Right. Okay. Okay. 
And that, situ- yeah. And in situations like that, like, I think that if you like are two men that are married, trying to have a child, I think that it would be, um, to me, I'm obviously not in that situation, but to me, it would be more personal if you found an egg donor that you knew personally. I totally agree with you. And, but I also understand that maybe that's not always an option. Right. Of course. So I do agree with you that it is very generous. Or some women can't like, don't have eggs. Some women, their eggs are all shit. Some women, whatever. Like I get that. And I understand that it's not something that I would do. Okay. That's how I feel about it. I agree with you for the right person. Or if you know, that doesn't bother you and you don't see it in that way, a thousand percent do it. Like, I think that's phenomenal to help other people create children and be parents. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying for myself, would I find it to be odd? Yeah. For myself. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's just kind of how I feel. Even for me, like with the kids having different dads, it is also odd to me that Alakai will have siblings that Penelope will never have, that Miles will always live with both parents and my other two won't. Like there's just obviously different versions of families now. Like there's no right. new, nu- there's no nuclear family really anymore. Like I'm fucking far from that. So, <laughs> so these things are weird, are not weird, but odd to me. Even the fact that my kids have cousins that they don't share. Right. Um, and and then thinking about like their lives later down the road when they're in their twenties or this or that, like their family Christmases will look different from each other. So I don't know. And I know it's not a big deal. I know that. I'm just saying the logistics of it. Right. It's not the traditional family. And so it seems strange to us. Yeah. 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 I get that. So anyways, th- I just saw that on um Love is Blind, and I was thinking about that. Love is Wine this season, I think is good. I think I it's, love it. I think everyone is cringy as fuck. Like these people are annoying, <laughs> but I will still yeah. watch it. It's there's so entertaining. Some, there's some people that I really do like, like the first couple that got engaged. I absolutely love. love. I mm-hmm. think they're so cute together. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that that is a relationship that could go really far. I'm so um, happy for them. I'm so, they are the absolute cutest. And when they met each other and saw each other for the first time and he like almost cried because he thought she was so beautiful. I was like, Oh yeah. So like, sweet. And so she's sweet. so insecure. Cause she's a little heavier. She's thick. She's, she's stunning. She's absolutely Ooh, stunning girl. And so I know, but like being a thicker person and having somebody react like that to your appearance, it's totally, it's totally. Deeper. So I don't know. It was just so so cute. Some of the, I like more of the guys than I liked of the girls this season. Mm-hmm. Like there's some of them where I'm just like, I, I all night long, all I was saying is like, I'm dead. I hate them. I'm dead. I hate that person. Like, can you, or like, can you not, can yeah. you not right now? Okay. Raven. Don't like. She's so full of herself, dude. She's yeah. so full of herself. Like, yeah. First of all, this girl has to, and no, sh- no shame for how she gets her money whatsoever. No. Props to you. Like if you can work it and work right. these older men for money. And she's cool. absolutely stunning. 
oh, she's beautiful. She is a gorgeous woman. But like when she says stuff like, oh, I've had older men pay for my stuff. And like, would that be an issue? I'm sure she's talking about a boob job. I'm sure she's talking about a boob job. Like, right. She's uh, like, I still have some of this stuff. And okay. Well, yeah. yeah, Because they were surgically implanted. Mm -hmm. And then like when she was like, I'm in the service industry, like I'm a bottle service girl. I'm like, that's not what you're doing. You have your shirt on when you're serving bottles. Right. And Sam was like, I'm sure she's hired for like these really big parties. And then part of it is like you entertain the men in other ways. You know what I mean? And that's great. More power to you. A thousand percent. The way that, and I don't, if she were to just said like, I'm a bartender, I'm bottle service, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the way that she went about it and said it makes me think that there's something a little more X rated along with it. Um, A thousand percent. Like it was edited out, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do I knock her? No. Like if if you can make bank and support all your, like whatever you want to do off of that, do it. Like you're beautiful. You're somebody that could do it and go for it. Mm -hmm. But I, the way that she made it seem, seemed very. The way she worded it. She was hiding stuff. Right. But the only reason I bring that up is because. I feel like she's so full of herself. Like she doesn't really care about these men. I think she wants to be famous. I think she wants like her Instagram to blow up or to like make an OnlyFans out of this or something, which I get totally fine. People do it on the bachelor all the time, but like there's guys spilling out their hearts to her. And she's like doing jumping jacks, like working out, like legit working out while they're talking. Oh, disrespectful crazy disrespectful and Sam was like I will not believe this is real until she's like answering him while she's working out and sure enough she did (laughs) he's like wow this girl is really full of herself I'm like yeah "Yeah." and then she's eating chips while another guy is talking to her I'm like this girl has no like sense of awareness or like respect for others she's so self-serving and I think her and the guy that she ends up with so far that I've seen through episode three or the very beginning of episode three, I think they make sense because he comes from a very like alternative lifestyle, like from Nigeria. Sorry. Don't listen to this. If you haven't watched it and you want to know, but he comes from Nigeria where his dad was in a polygamous marriage. And so he sees already kind of the world differently. And so because she has maybe a different alternative lifestyle, like that makes perfect sense to me that they would end right. up together. Um, yeah. Do I think they'll go the long distance? No, because no. I don't think she's in it for the right reasons. No, I agree. I don't think that that is who she ends up with. Um, I've only seen till the end of episode three, so I'm not that much further ahead of you, but that is who she ends up with. And I, now that I know how the show goes and like everybody gets engaged and they go to Mexico, then they did mm-hmm. like, I can see her story playing out as not working out. Like they're not making it to the altar. And if they do, she's saying no, and he's going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. There were a lot of couples this season, right? I a feel like lot. there was a lot. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too. This Colleen girl, is that her name? She's a disaster. She just hops from dude to dude until one of them's like into her. And then magically she's in love with him. And she's like devastated when they're breaking up with her, but they weren't like deep conversations in the first place. Right. It reminds me of Shayna from last year. Didn't she end up with somebody or no? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, you're right. She does remind me of Shayna. 
Yeah. She was just like hopping from here to here, talking to Shane. Oh, are you wearing a crop top? Are you wearing a crop top? None of that. Like, (laughs) it's just like this very like sexual energy. And I feel like she, Colleen is using her sexual energy to try to get somebody and it's never worked before. And now she doesn't understand why it's not working here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm a ballet dancer. I'm a ballet dancer. Okay, cool. What else? Do you have any substance? No, not at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Who, Bartise and no, who does Zay end up with? Zay. The girl is an is a knob. Is that her name? Oh, Zanob. She ends up with Cole. I like them. I do too. I like her a lot. I think she's so cute. I think she's super cute. I think that she has a very deep background. Mm-hmm. Her parents dying and her this. Like, I really, really like her. I think Cole is a little immature. I do too, but I like the way he interacts with her. Right. Like they make sense to me. Right. Is what I mean. Yes, he's immature. A few of them are. Bartise is immature. I find him annoying. I don't like um, I just find like, I think a few of the men, except for the very first one that gets engaged, like are just young and immature. I'm surprised how yeah. young these men are this year. I'm like, Mary. they're children. Right. I'm like, you just graduated high school and you're already worried you're going to be single forever. Right. right. But whatever, maybe it'll work. I don't know. But like Cole has been married before. Yeah. Which I would have never pictured Mm -hmm. until he said it. And then when he said it, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. maybe he is more serious than he portrays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get that too. Um, I don't like Andrew. I do not like Andrew at all this guy is a freaking name dropper yeah i i don't hate him however i do think that andrew is self-serving in the fact that he's like this is what i'm doing if you would like to follow along great and if not bye i'll it's find so somebody else weird though he's like I think he's just very full of himself, like the way he talks about life and like sex and like this and that and da da da. And I'm like, like, I don't believe him. He's like, I can orgasm without ejaculating. Okay, then what's the point? I don't know. (laughs) And like, why are we talking about this on a Netflix show? Like, right. And like some of the things the girls are saying, I'm like, this is so inappropriate. Like, what's happening here? You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, it's maybe they were, they were definitely they broadcasted more sexual things this season yes! than they did ever before. Right. Ever That's before. how I feel. That's how I feel. So I don't know. Right. I like to take pictures of lions and have sex without actually having sex. Unless you've smelled dead carcass rotting in the Amazon. I think like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> up Andrew I'm a wildlife photographer it's like no you're not you probably went to Africa took some photos of a lion got him framed and now you work at I don't know freaking Amazon like shut up right you're I don't believe him that's my thing I don't feel like he's genuine I feel like maybe he does like to go on these spiritual awakenings of his sexuality and maybe he did date a 41 year old and wherever and she taught him all these sex tricks cool but like stop pretending like you're this worldly other nature guy because people that are really like that and well-traveled and well-versed and stuff like that they don't talk like that no 
they don't say it. He's very much like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like, yeah, he is. I see that. I do see that. That's the only thing that annoys me about him. If he just like, was like my energy. Yes. If it was like random in passing conversation, like, okay. But it's like every conversation he has needs to be this big, profound situation he's gone through. And it's like how he fucking wrestled a Jaguar or something. Right. <laughs> like you're not Steve Irwin. We don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like honestly, bro. And it didn't work out for Steve Irwin. Right. Anyways. Bless his heart, but like no. Bless <laughs> his heart. That's yes. uh what I think about Love is Mine 3. I will forever watch Love is Mine, even though it's trash. It is trash. It's, it's entertaining. Yeah. For sure. What city are these people from? No idea. But I was like, do they live on set or do they live in their own homes and then they come film? Because the sets are like paper. They're like paper walls. They're not, this is not a legit house they're filming in. It's like a studio somewhere, it looks like. Yeah. And they don't ever show the only room in their, like in the women's area or the men's area that they ever show is like a big studio that has like a gym in one area, a house, a living room. Like there's no bedrooms or doors to bedrooms in that room. And then are so, never filmed like laying in bed, chatting, like girl no. chat in bed about the men. Like no. they're always done up. Right. I don't know. I, I don't think it's, I don't think they, I like never it. thought about that, but it would make sense that they just came in to film. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's odd. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah. I, it's good. I like it. It's good. Okay. Do we want to talk about, any of the Kanye West stuff, or do we not care? No, I don't want to give him any time. Okay. <laughs> He's a wreck. I hate Kanye. I legitimately hate Kanye. So, I, I do want to say just one thing. I saw this clip on TikTok of Trevor Noah, like, talking to his audience in between commercial breaks. Okay. And the audience asked questions. And the audience member goes, yo, why are you beefing with Yay? And Trevor goes, I'm not beefing with Ye. Like, I get why it looks like that because I express concern and he don't like that. He's like, but I'm not beefing with Ye. I'm genuinely concerned. He's like, I'm sorry. If somebody tells us they have a mental disorder and that they should be medicated, but they're choosing not to be medicated, and then they do all these crazy things and say these very crazy things, I'm not going to stick a camera in their face and go, tell me more, tell me more. What do you think? When I know that they're not mentally in a sane place, I'm going to say, I hope he's okay. And I'm concerned. And it's a little right. worrisome. And I was like, that's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah. And that's why it's frustrating. Like that people just egg him on and that like, clearly the team around him isn't trying to get him help. They're encouraging this behavior. Like now mm-hmm. he's in this massive feud with Michael Rappaport and he like, have you seen any of this? Not with Michael Rappaport, which is- I like, I like him. I like Michael Rappaport. I think he's, he's entertaining. Really fucking funny. Well, you know, he's Jewish. Yeah. And so obviously Connie said what he said about Jews. And so Michael Rappaport on Twitter or not on Twitter, on TikTok basically went like, Shut the fuck up, Kanye. You're a 45-year-old man. Stop acting like a fucking baby. And, like, you don't know what's going on and you can't stop talking. You can stop talking. Stop saying this shit. Like, he basically said, knock it off. Sit down. Get some help. Like, he's over it. So then TMZ leaked the, like, Kanye called and left a voicemail. 
Carmichael Rappaport going off. And in the beginning of the voicemail, somebody, he's asking somebody like, is this Michael Rappaport? Are you sure? And the guy's like, yeah, it is. And then he starts like spewing off and going, you know, Kanye on him. And my thing is like, who set up this phone call? Who's holding the phone right now? Who dialed Michael Rappaport for you? And isn't saying like, no, ignore it. Let's not add to it. Like, let's focus over here. Like you're losing your idea. Who's feeding his fire? Yes. Yeah. You're looting, losing your Adidas deal, Balenciaga, Anna Wintour wants nothing to do with you. What are you doing? Right. And and now he's hi- hiring like Johnny Depp's lawyers for his divorce <laughs> with Kim. <laughs> what are you doing? He's not even a divorce lawyer. Right. She's not a divorce lawyer. Why so, are you hiring her? Yeah. So that's all I want to say is like, I think, do I think Kanye West is out of control? Absolutely. But I think he is in a very deep, dark mental state. And maybe some of the things would make sense if he was saying them with a clear head, with a clear thought process. I, he's not there on one aspect. It does make me feel slightly bad for Kanye because I I do think Kanye suffers from mental illness. He's been open about it. I think that it's deeper than what he's been open about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very, very common for people with mental illness to be on medication. They think that they're fine because the medication is working and then they stop all their meds. And then it's like this never ending process. I do think that he, I don't think he's taking his medication that he needs to be taking. I think his mental illness is very far out of control. And I think that he's paying a lot of people's bills. And so they're supporting him. And I don't think that it's right. I think it's sad to watch. I think it's really sad for his children to have to endure what's going on. And And Kim and her family, because he's not nice to them. He's very gross dragging out this divorce he's dragging their family but then the next sentence he's like i'm still in love with kim i don't want a divorce i don't want this okay well you treat her like absolute shit yeah it's just really unfortunate i think i want to on one aspect i do think that it's sad however on the other aspect i'm like kanye you have to fucking get it together you You are you need to get help you are absolute trash and you need to get help and until you get help nobody will respect you or want anything to do with you and my thing is is like (laughs) if Kanye was a woman she would have already been put in a conservatorship (laughs) like or an institution yeah yeah and and I'm not saying because he's a man or any of that that he's not but I'm just saying like that's like we do look at men and women differently like we Mm -hmm. still look at Britney Spears and go wow should she be in a conservatorship? Is she not? She's nuts, this, this, and this. But Kanye is doing all this fucking gnarly ass shit. And there's all these people around him going, yeah, he's speaking the truth. Yeah, no, he's right. Yeah, no, this. And I'm like, oh my God, why is nobody scared for him? He may be speaking truth. He may be. He may not be as far off as we all think he is in what he's actually saying. And I'm not saying everything. I'm saying some situations. Mm -hmm. However, because he's so off his rocker, nobody can believe anything. Yeah. He's not a credible source. Right. Right. So 
That's what I want to say about Connie. Is that like, I agree with Trevor Noah's sentiment of like, I do too. Why are we putting this guy in a higher pedestal when he's told us that he has a mental illness, that he does not medicate, even though he should. And he's, and Trevor Noah said like, I'm going to continue playing college dropout and I will forever be a Kanye lover and supporter and fan. I just think we need to stop acting like this behavior is okay. Right. It's and like encourage him to get help. Um. <laughs> oh, you want to hear something else? That's I wild. Okay. So this whole thing with like him and Candace Owens. Yes. So you, have you heard about the social media platform that Connie is buying? No. Okay. So like he is in talks to like buy somebody's social media platform that that they've been trying to create whatever okay guess who social media guess who created the social media platform her husband oh well there you go i'm like why does nobody get this like candace owens is using kanye for his ideal yeah yeah for her own personal gain like she's using his neurotic ideals that line up with her neurotic ideals and like convincing him that her husband's social media platform is like this really great next level thing. I don't know. Great. <laughs> it's so twisted, dude. It's so much... whatever. Any- anyways. <laughs> Freaking it's Hollywood so is nuts. Right. Oh, and it was know. never like this, like back when we were younger, like in the 90s, because like the real Hollywood A-listers are the actors, right? Like Julia Roberts, Tom Hanks. Brad Pitt, like those people, like, yes, they would be in controversy and this and that, but never to the level that these like reality stars or rappers or whatever. Because they had more class. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a different time, man. This shit's wild. Right. Even stuff like, I don't know, like celebrities would do weird shit. Like there was, don't ask me how, but there were, we had a work lunch and there was an actor that. I guess it was, it used to be like this thing in like the early eighties that you could like, this is going to be really disgusting, but you could put like a hamster or a gerbil in a like paper towel roll. And then you shoved that up your butt and it would like, as it would like squirm, I guess it would be. What are you talking about? Yes. Okay, this is the thing. And an actor did this and he went to the ER for this and it was like broadcasted. And nobody um, like that's weird as fuck. And people nobody like, nobody like ixnate him because it wasn't as broadcasted as things are now. Could you imagine now if somebody did that? Oh my god. They would probably be put in jail for animal abuse now. I can't. Let me see who what actor that was. Are it was like you a really famous me? actor. Like really famous. Oh my god. I had no idea. Richard Gere. Oh my god. Richard I'm disturbed. Gere put a gerbil so... up his asshole to get off. And then it's <sighs> supposed to like like as you use the restroom, it's supposed to come out, but his gerbil never came out. It started like decomposing. So he had to go to the doctor. And get it taken out. Okay. Well, now that I want to throw up. Okay, but 
No, that's what I'm saying though. People <gasps> back then in the seventies, early eighties, things weren't as broadcasted. Yeah. Weren't as open things like right. that. Like this was broadcasted, but people, it was kind of like, is this true or is this not true? Because there's no social media to, for Richard Gear to be like, yeah, I was in the hospital. Oh, okay. Well, imagine if Kanye did that, you'd be like, oh yeah, I tried the gerbil thing and it uh, didn't really work out so hot. And uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about now. So I think it might be time to go. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dead, friend. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I think Hollywood's just so different now and people will. And I think honestly, I, blame a lot of it on like the jackass era i think that people now do weird shit and crazy shit to get attention whether it's the things that they say or the things that they do or anything anything you can do anything i mean listening to that spencer pratt interview it was like 100 percent of the hills was fake and at the time we believed it to be the bible True. so right. like anybody can feed you anything and create any narrative they want right so anyways, I wish I could create my own narrative. <laughs> I wish I could like get people to believe that I, you know. I wish I could create a profitable narrative. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, anyways. Anyways. Okay. Well. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Relatable Reality. Of course, we're on Instagram at Relatable Reality Podcast and always on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcast app. Like, subscribe, rate. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.